Complicity James G. Stewart Abstract Complicity is Responsibility for Helping. This essay provides a comparative overview of the criminal law and theory pertaining to complicity. Instead of taking a strong prescriptive position on the best way to construct accomplice liability, it charts a series of recurrent normative problems in this area and points to various solutions these problems have generated in practice. The essay begins by considering structural questions that inform the shape accomplice liability is given in different criminal systems, then discusses the conduct required to establish accomplice liability, before plotting the various static and dynamic mental elements that are frequently allocated to the concept. Overall, the essay suggests that a comparative approach is very helpful in shedding light on blind spots in various schools of thought about complicity including whether it deserves an autonomous existence separate from perpetration. I conclude that the subject deserves our ongoing intellectual engagement, since it goes to the heart of our attempts to live decently, in this our very imperfect world. A introduction complicity is responsibility for helping. If I am planning to rob a bank, my chances of succeeding are appreciably increased if I enlist others to assist me. A division of labor enables me to take the cash from the bank vault, while a partner in prime detains the manager at gunpoint. Thus, from a consequentialist perspective, the criminal law should punish my assistants too, in order to deter would-be helpers who lower barriers to criminal offending. Too likewise, on a deontological basis, accomplices share responsibility for the crimes they assist. If we are accountable for the harms we bring into the world, focusing on just the individual who makes the final contribution to the realization of a criminal offense overlooks the often important, sometimes decisive, difference accomplices make to criminal endeavors and, on occasion, their solidarity with the perpetrator. Accomplices deserve punishment to rebalance the moral ledger, express disapprobation in ways that shore up the community's common condemnation of prohibited conduct, or to respect their own dignity. And yet, crafting standards of complicity that achieve these ends poses a set of beautiful conceptual problems. Perhaps most fundamentally, my confederate in the bank heist did not steal anything, I am the only one who takes property from the bank. This might not be an especially vexing problem if the wording of the criminal offense did not require taking property, which only I did, or if accomplice liability did not make my assistant responsible for one and the same crime. But to borrow John Gardner's metaphor, which draws on murder not robbery, as far as complicity goes, it is as if the accomplice pulled the trigger herself. Three, of course, she often did not. But why the qualifier often? Now the real.